Terabang. I'm Konstantinos Drosos, and this is this week's episode of the Red Couch Podcast. Alongside me always is my co-host Alex Allen, and this week we have on the show FSU President Stefan Sasha. How are you, Stefan? I'm good. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. How's your summer been so far? It's been good. It's been good. Um, you know, routine. Five days of work, so... Last summer was totally different. Right. Yeah, I was traveling a lot, you know, going out to the beach and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, but it's been work and work and work. So, Kind of been able to settle into your new position as the FSU president? I have, I have. Yeah, it's been comfortably slow-paced for now. Uh, so it's been good. Right. And the last time you were on our show, it was March. Mm-hmm. But now it's June. Which quite... What was it like with the transition to the summer now? And uh, you know, w- let's. Uh, what plans do you have this summer? Like, what do you what do you plan on doing? So, um, so last time, um, so I started in May. So officially, I started in May. So last time I was on the podcast, it was I was president elect. So I was just uh, there was some transition training going on, and then uh, just a little bit of briefing on you know what to expect in the first month and things like that. But um, yeah, but most of the stuff was like in summer. So. Initially, it's just a lot of team building and getting to know uh, our roles and getting to know the office procedures and stuff like that, you know, how stuff works here. Um, so it's been a lot of that in the first month. So just getting to know uh, the people who work here. Um, so for me, it was l- meeting people at the college, like who I'm going to be working with over the next year. For my coordinators, a lot of has the introduction to the FSU staff. I've been here, like, you know, working, so I knew everyone inside FSU, so, but, um, yeah, for me, it was a lot of people, meeting a lot of people at the college, and, like, okay, this is a dean, this is an associate dean, a vice president, this, that, and all, so, yeah, it's been that. Um, So, basically, since the summer is slow and there's less students, we take that time to, like, plan for the next year, so me and my team uh, will be planning for September to next, like, uh, next August. So the next year's team doesn't have to worry about what to plan for the summer. So it, it goes like that. So, yeah, we've been planning stuff for the next year, you know, um, all the class rep stuff, events stuff, club stuff, uh, committees, and all the stuff, yeah. Sounds like you've been pretty much enjoying it, you know, all the stuff like that. What has been the most enjoyable thing, though, thus far as being president? What have you enjoyed the most? Mm-hmm. Um, I I still think it's, like, meeting the students and, like, you know, just talking to them, talking to new people, uh, because we, we had a lot of new students coming in May. So just uh, talking to them and hearing the excitement of starting, you know, school, like for the first, you know, uh, a lot of first year students. And though, so that excitement is like, you know, takes you back to like when we st- I started. So I was like, OK, I getting a little bit of feeling looking at them and like hearing what they're saying. I'm like, OK, some things are going to change. Some things are like, OK, you got a pretty good idea. Uh, so and it, it's fun that so talking to the students it's fun and the second thing is like working with my team so I I have a really good team and like I have fun like you know going to work every day and like getting to talk to them and like you know planning stuff out and like hearing the ideas and yeah we got we brainstormed a lot of fun ideas so like that's been like the exciting and fun part of it like just having fun and just cracking jokes and finding new stuff about each other because we are all like you know d- uh, new um, so yeah that's been the fun part but like no beach days anymore. Um, <laughs> I, well, <laughs> can't, I am can't take <laughs> them away. <laughs> Are you telling the students that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, no, they're like, like me going to the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I, 
actually, I am. I am. I have the le- uh, two days back, I was talking to a friend, and then she mentioned that there's actually a bus that I want to go to Grand Bend. So I've enjoyed last year, like when I went to Grand Bend. So I was like, I need to go to Grand Bend, but I don't have a car yet. And she was like, there's a bus. And I forgot about that. There's actually a bus service that will take you to Grand Bend. So I was like, oh, n- okay. So now I'm going to plan for going to Grand Bend. So yeah, so I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the beach, guys. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. But do you have any other plans, though? Trying to get our mind off of work mode here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, so last year I did camping. So I'm, I don't know if we're exactly going to camp this year, but I would like to go kayaking, though. So I'm, uh, yeah, I missed a canoeing trip with my friends. I couldn't go, but I'm hoping to do like another one like with them and plan something for that. Um, this Saturday, I'm going to Wonderland again for so the second time. So excited for that, you know, try out the ride that I didn't get a chance last year. So looking forward to that. What else? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the festivals happening in downtown. So that's what I've been like doing in the weekend. So anything, something or the other happening in downtown. So just hang out with friends there. Going, I'm going to Sunfest Friday, uh, you know, looking forward to Rock the Park. So, yeah. Rib Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm looking for it to check it out. I've never been to a rib fest before. Never had a rib before, so. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so. Gotta say though, but also yourself, I, we've been seeing you out there a lot, interacting with the community and whatnot. Just like at the ice cream day a couple of days ago, we saw you on the floor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my favorite myself was uh, was uh, at the graduation. You know that speech was something. Let me ask you about that. Where did you draw inspiration to write such a, a like a great speech? Um, I've always loved writing, so I actually miss a lot of the, like, the writing that I used to do because in school, like, you know, I had a lot of free time, you know, it wasn't that hectic, so I used to, like, write, and, but when I came to Canada, like, you know, it's been just hectic with work in school and work in school, so I never got a chance, but whenever I got, like, okay, you gotta write a speech, you know, it's graduation, you gotta be motivational, you know, it's gotta inspire people, so I was like, okay, I like this, so I, I just reflected on, like, what my journey's been here. So that was basically what the speech was like, you know, the things that I learned in my time here. So, um, uh, you know, I think it's it's a, I think it was like a rich experience to draw inspiration from and like a lot of lessons that I learned and I could, so that I thought it would be helpful for others to learn from it and like, you know, at least listen to it. And so I thought that's why, and then I wrote it like, okay, I need four points. So I wrote it down like that. And then, yeah, that's how the speech came to be. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I just I was there actually at graduation because I mean I was graduating myself from journalism. Yeah, Yeah, it was great to actually sit there and see such a great speech from you. I honestly I gotta say the ending though of the speech. Yeah, (laughs) that's what's about to say (laughs) too. That was so (laughs) was quite that that was funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love doing that. Uh, Yeah, I was I was thinking like what how do I end it? I don't want to like end it like saying congratulations. I'm like okay, something like something a solid statement so i was like yeah never forget your falcon awesome <laughs> way with the fan shot twist on a classic you know <laughs> phrase yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you know Kotz and i were actually talking a little bit about this that trying to sort of write the way you talk mm-hmm. out there and then like when you're like trying to reference back to your speech like and you have it all written down and like you're trying to keep it still like a talkative point it, it can actually be quite tough it's uh, quite yeah, a skill to try yeah. and try and um, learn i know like you know you got one minute you can't drag it out too long so and i had to do it six times uh, over the three days right so 
so I, like people tell, told me that it was good and like it wasn't boring. I was like, okay, thank God, that's good because you know the last thing you want to be like doing it six times and then you'd be like, oh, again, I got to do it again the next day, next day. But yeah, I kept it short enough, so you know it doesn't, it wasn't boring, but at the same time, it's like cool. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know sometimes when I read over to Costa's work, it's like this greek sort of god type of like mythology style that he's trying to like speak and i'm just like what, what is he what is he trying to see say here it's like shakespearean sort of like way like oh art thou and i'm like i got that classic like ingrained you know high school you know essay writing style that has just carried on with me i don't know i'm trying to lose that you know it's like i don't know it's hard to lose sometimes you can't break old you know habits or whatever you want to say like that but yeah yeah, because, you know, you, you normally don't speak that way, but then you, when you're sitting down writing, you're like, you know, now I got the creative freedom to write. And yeah, I exactly. I express myself, so, yeah, you go, you go wild. Yeah. But, you know, we had a conversation last week when you dropped by the table to say hi to me and Mauricio as we were working there, and we were talking about a wide variety of things about, you know, the presidency and stuff, but one thing that kind of uh, shone, shone some light on to, to me that I want to talk about today was, you saying that you wanted to build a connection between domestic and international students. And I wanted to ask, and like cultivating relationships between the two groups, and I want to ask, why was that an impor- important focus for yourself when you took this seat as the FSU president? So when I, so a lot of students, like when we come to, to, to a different country, right? Um, doesn't matter where we're coming from, but uh, part of the reason is like we want the experience. Like we want to be, we want to feel like you know what it is to live in this country among the people and see what their lifestyles like and things like that. But um, a lot of the times, what happens is we forget to like actually interact with the people, <laughs> and we just want to like just be be an audience and not just and not a participant. So. So I didn't. Wa- so I didn't want to be like that. So like you know, I. So for me, it's like a little bit different because I I grew up in Saudi Arabia. So my you know my childhood, my friends and everything was like li- already international. So I had a lot of people from my own country, but still you know working, working other friends, and they were all like from different countries. So I kind of grew up with that surrounding. So for me, it's a l- was a little bit easier to like actually you know go to somebody who looks different, speaks different, and actually you know strike up a conversation or say hi. Um, uh, so, but I understood that here it's, it's a little bit difficult for a lot of international students to do that and like be comfortable enough to like actually mingle with the domestic students. So I tried, m- so for me, like I, I lead, I, I want to lead by example, right? So that's for my like time here, like uh, when I started working here, volunteering here, like I've shown that, like I've shown my initiative to like go and like talk to the people and say hi myself, even if they don't introduce themselves, like I just go by on like by myself and do it. So I found that that to be very effective, right? So if you just wait on like the other person to like say hi and you're just shy, like it's, you know, just gonna be there. So I, I say, you know, just, go out there, you know, say hi, see, we'll see what happens, and strike up a conversation, and, you know, it it can work wonders. And that that breaking the ice right there is, like, a, like the big step that you want to do. And the f- and also, we're coming up, like, our population's coming up to 50-50 now with international domestic, and, uh, you know, it's, you got to face this issue at some point, right? So, and we're going to be, you know, sitting in class together, doing assignments together, playing together, um, so, being events together, so, and we are big on community here at Fanshawe. 
So yeah, we cannot escape the fact that you know there like these two demographic exist, and you gotta start building the relationship. So yeah, that's what I like. That's why a part of the reason I focused on even with the nominations there and everything, I made sure that I went out to like you know both the demographics and I like all my friends here, and I talked to them and I asked them, hey, you know, I'm doing this. You know, I would love appreciate the support and everything. So I made sure that from the starting point, like from A, I had like uh, their input and their you know support. Uh, just to show that like, hey, it works, okay? Like, like you know, it, it actually works. You know, I've seen it uh, grow and the relationships work. So, you know, I encourage other people like do the same. Yeah, yeah. It's actually great that to know that we have a president that, like you, that actually wants to have this passion to actually make this happen. Because I mean, it should it should be like I mean exactly what you're saying with fifty fifty. We should be trying to talk collaborate a lot more because. I mean, it probably will actually help us on the other side, too, to give a bit of a sense of purpose mm -hmm. as well, to help each other out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's in the mission values and the idea and the marketing and everything. But, yeah, you got to show it in the actual, you know, like when you're actually in real life, you got to, like, you know, do it. You know, go, go out there and, like, say, tell me, make friends, you know. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. You came here, you know, have fun. You know, it's, it's. It's daunting and scary. I understand, like, from an introvert myself, even though a lot of people won't believe it if I say I'm an introvert, but <laughs> so I am. So I understand. I totally understand. But, um, yeah, see, you got to take the first step, you know? Yeah. After that, it's easy. I promise. <laughs> right. And I got to say, though, too, as well as I'm curious, is we talked a little bit about it. Like, how are we going to see that in action now with uh, this coming fall or even, you know, how are we going to see – how are we going to bring those two, the two groups, domestic and the international students together to like forge those relationships? So, um, so with my coordinator, so we have uh, two for the student life and for advocacy. So student life handles our volunteers, so our Red Squad uh, volunteers and all our events planning and stuff. And um, Sarah for advocacy handles the class trips. So with the class trip program, we are actually, so this year, we are actually giving them a lot of work in terms of reports and like introductions to their class and meetings with their classmates and stuff. We really want them to go out there and like foster those connections within their classrooms. And we are reaching out to like all the programs that doesn't have class reps and things like that. So there's a lot of classrooms with like a majority of domestic students. So we're hoping to reach out to them and like have a representative, like have a class rep and then, you know, have them come to the class rep meetings and see those other uh, individuals and like uh, build a relationship with them, see how they easily network and like how we can foster those and you know, t take it back to your classroom and like, you know, tell your friends, hey, I met this person, you know, like, you know, they're from this country and they're really nice and you know, I've made friends with these people, like, you know, let's do it in our own classroom. like hoping to get the ball rolling that way and with the volunteers too we are encouraging like more domestic involvement and like um right from the time they start moving in in the residences uh, this year i've asked like you know have our volunteers help them with it so they see you know there's red squad there's things happening in the fsu and they start uh building that connection and um i, I really want to you know, make that point that hey you know we're, we're welcoming here um like no matter where we are from you're welcome, you know, we're like a happy, you know, cool bunch of people here. So, you know, come join us and uh, yeah, hoping to get that message out there through those volunteers and their class reps so they can take it back to our classrooms and, you know, spread it through, you know, our events when it happens. Um, it, yeah, it, it, you know, it, 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 get, it takes some uh, like a little bit of forcing, you know, like get the students to do it. 
But um, yeah, uh, I I have like a, I have a, like I said, I've got a good team, and they're they're already on it, and they've already tried get telling the students like do it. So we're hoping to get uh, a, a good start. And then also, um, I don't know if you guys know about Fancho Friends. So Fancho Friends is like this huge community from the college sites of Fancho International. Um, they started it as a way for senior students to help incoming first-year students to like settle down in the college and the community. So the idea was for international students, but then this year what we did is uh, they started inviting domestic participants and having domestic students join, and we have uh, a lot of people join us. So and that that is like Fancho Friends is like a personal tour guide in London. So they take you outside of the college and like on activities like like I mentioned the canoe trip, hiking, you know. Um, uh, like uh, go to watch a sports game and things like that. So hoping to have the domestic students involved and like you know help them uh, show the, the international students, hey, this is how we do things here. You know, like this is what we eat, this is what we play, and like you know, mm -hmm. uh, like have that fun side and take it out of the classroom and um, uh, may ha ha have them mingle with each other. So. That's pretty cool. I, I when you first were explaining that, I thought it was like some sort of almost like speed dating style for like a friend, like trying to find friendship. And I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> what is this? But no, that's actually really neat, like bringing it around, making people collaborate. Because I mean, that's the only way to actually kind yeah. of get more involved to build more friendships. I love that. Now, this is you and I are pretty much talking about this, Alex, and that is. Innovation Village, one of the biggest projects I think you took on as for, for FSU, right? Well, so Innovation Village has been going on for a few years. So okay. like it got delayed due to the pandemic and stuff. Um, but yeah, FSU has a big, uh, so I am lucky in the sense that um, I'll be here when it opens, hopefully next year in January. So we're hoping to do the big opening. And um, so I'm lucky in that sense. So I'm really excited for Innovation Village and FSU has a large space. Uh, there, so we're getting back our like what we used to call four wheel hall uh, that we used to do a lot of our events and stuff. So we're getting a large two floor space back in Innovation Village with a lot of other stuff like hair salons, convenience stores, a cafe. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna be cool. Yeah, the hair salons coming back, and yeah, like Stefan read my notes. Take this question towards. But, you know, last week you were also telling me about, um, you know, the features of the building. Can you kind of dive into that if you can? Like, what features will come along with the building and all that type of stuff? Yeah. Um, so for, for FSU specifically, like, we have this two-floor, like, this really big hall hall that we have. Like, we can do, like, a concert-type event. Um, and we have, like I said, the hair salon, the convenience store, and the cafe, and, all it's coming, and it's all coming back. We have, like, courtyards outside. Um, Outback Shack is getting a patio, so that's really cool. Yeah, uh, so I'm excited for that. Um, but the other thing is, like, the, so Innovation Village is mainly focused on student spaces. Like, most of them are, like, student spaces that you can rent out, use. It's very student-focused and, like, you know, have to let the students have, you know, just go wild. Like, you know, you, there's spaces for all kinds of stuff. We have resources here, equipment here, you know, just do what you do, right? Just be yourself and go crazy, go wild, be creative, be innovative, right? Uh, so, and you know, the cool, coolest thing that I want to try is like the AR VR lab. Oh, it is badass! Like, yeah, uh, it's a full blacked out room, and it's like really tall, like high ceilings, and apparently the floor can actually raise up, and like take you to the ceiling to adjust the fixtures and stuff. What? Yeah, I know, right? Like, that, yeah, yeah. That was my exact reaction when you <laughs> told me that we were standing outside at the Morns a couple of days ago. 
uh, mind blowing. Like yeah, when I, I was looking at the I, like you should you guys should get a tour of the innovation village. I've been there once and I, I saw the floor, and um, yeah, it's it was really cool. Yeah, it's like yeah. Okay though, love hearing all of these improvements, upgrades that are coming here to Fanshawe, but I know this was a discussion there when you were first actually getting elected, so Mr. President. And I know there's other viewers out there that will probably be trying to figure this out with me too. Parking. Uh, <laughs> I, I am curious, is there been any changes, any improvements happening? Because I have been on the waiting list for about a year now to get a parking pass. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. It's, uh, it's, it is an ongoing issue. Are you waiting for residents? No, or just just a student parking. Yeah, spaces. I just yeah would really love a parking spot. <laughs> They're figuring it out. So we kind of lost a lot. We we're losing a lot of parking space because of the construction. So they're trying to balance it out between staff and students. And um, um, yeah, uh, they're changing up the systems a little bit. So hopefully, uh, you get a parking space soon. Okay. But I know it's it's an ongoing issue. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like. Uh, we're advocating as best as we can, uh, but then technical stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, parking brings back nightmares for me. You know why? Because when I went to my campus to campaign, that was the one thing they grilled me about, and I didn't, I didn't have an answer for that. Because I, I was like, I know it's an issue, but then I was like, guys, I don't know, like, you know, like, it's not, I wish I had, like, the say, like, you know, they fix it, and then they'll just fix it. I, I really wish, but unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Um, but my God, it was a horrible two hours there. I was like, I don't know, guys, what, what do I answer? I, I tried my best to navigate and to say, like, oh, fix it. Yeah, I'll advocate for this. And yeah, they were really like, what are you going to do to fix it? Like, you better do it. And like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I get it. I totally understand. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get right on top of yeah, it. <laughs> just, just please vote for me. So, <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of construction, but, uh, yeah. though, oh, yeah. and very understandable. And I have been patient, but. Curious though, <laughs> what's been happening there? Because <laughs> I did hear on, about that, of what was going on with parking. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> but now, kind of looping back to the topic of events, you said that you have some events planned now, and the fall semester is coming up very, very soon. Mm -hmm. Which events are you looking most forward to? Um, so I can't say. Oh, because what? No, the, the, a lot of the planning happens with uh, my student life coordinator. Uh, okay, so okay. they know more about the exact kind of events. But we are doing a lot of awareness events. And one thing I'll tell you that I'm excited about. So we are planning for November. And so we're going to have, uh, you know, a mustache contest. And you're going to take a picture of you at the start of the month, at the end of the month. And then we're going to have, like, a photo booth set up and, like, have you take pictures and things like that and then hand out prizes and stuff like that so yeah creating awareness about november so maybe we've got some fun stuff for planned for november i we hope are we gonna get to see you with a nice big <laughs> bushy beard you know the weird fsu beard bro yeah let's oh, I'm go all for the beard, man. I'm <laughs> all for the beard. look yeah, sharp look yeah. sharp now i'm hoping to get onto this part i've been waiting for we have a lightning question round for you oh yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. Before we wrap things up here yeah. okay. you remember the lightning round yeah from, last yeah, yeah from yeah. the last podcast all right just uh justin what am i saying justin <laughs> who's that guy <laughs> alex do you want to go first you then me as we ask these questions or do you want to ask all the questions all right yeah i'll go with the first one because 
I, I know from the last lightning round, they cleared out soccer. It's actually football. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I know, really, I know. Yeah. I'm I, a really I, big football fan. I saw fan. a podcast <laughs> and I saw you mention football. I'm like, yes, that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's football. my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but favorite football player, though? Oh, I got to go with Messi. But oh, I know it's like a very uh, like common answer. Uh, so I'll say I'll also say Ibrahimovic. Oh, yeah. okay. That man's confidence. Zlatan? Oh, yep. yeah. Zlatan. Zlatan. Yeah. You gotta love him. Oh, the yeah. confidence, you gotta use that. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> DC or Marvel? Marvel. Oh, Marvel always. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and we also know you were, we heard you were a dubstep fan. Yes. So we thought we would narrow it down a little bit more. Skrillex or Dead Mouse? Skrillex always actually was, uh, you know, my. Yeah, I didn't start by hearing Skrillex, but my second was like Skrillex. So, and then ever since then, yeah, okay. you know, Bangarang always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. for me, Dead Mouse. I love Dead Mouse. The Velt and Ghost and stuff was like my childhood growing up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. Um, your favorite video game? Favorite video game? Oh, uh, the GTA series. Ooh. Yeah, love the GTA series. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been like a constant thing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, we we had like pirated pirated versions of it because <laughs> we couldn't buy the game. So like, uh, that used to be a thing. So yeah, yeah, we just go play it whenever we can, like friends' house, whatever. Like, yeah, just play. Oh, and Need for Speed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Need Three. for Speed. Oh yeah. Now you might lose a lot of voters after this next one. <laughs> oh okay. Cat or dog person. Oh dear God. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, I usually say this to people without hesitation, but this is the first time I'm being questioned on it. Um, I'm a more of a dog person. I like cats, but like if they're like kittens, like I don't like like the big ones, like but I like kittens, like but I'm a dog person more. Yeah. Okay, respectable. Yeah. respectable. Diplomatic answer. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> good. I'd have to say, yeah. A house? Would you rather live in a house or a condo? A house. Yeah. House. Yeah. All right, fair enough. And do you want to ask the last one? Uh, we'll we'll add ours into this one as well yeah, then right. too. What is your spirit animal? Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. stuffed one. Okay. Oh god, this is interesting. Okay, I've never really put much thought into that spirit animal. Mm. Can I, can I guess one for you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think, just from, like, you being the president, of course, right, right. and just the way that, like, how nonchalant and how everyone likes you, I could see you just being, like, a, a capybara of the spirit oh, animals. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, capybara. Yeah, he's, he's always just gelling with each sort of species of an animal. Oh, like the cute one. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yes, that's like hanging good, with all yeah, of them. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's good. Yeah. Like an am- animal of prominence, like a lion or a tiger or a capybara comes to mind. Yeah, a capybara. Okay, fair comes, enough. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. He just gels in with everyone. Right on. Makes that's sense. good. Yeah, I like I like that. I like yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like th- I like the part like, yeah, it's friendly and he's good along with them. Yeah, you know what? That's good. Yeah. I'll go with capybara. Yeah. I think I'd say I'd see myself as a manatee. Manatee. I love manatees. They're chill. Just chill on the ocean floor. Whatever it is, eating grass and whatnot. Just chill. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Alex? What do you see yourself as? Uh, probably a meerkat. <laughs> a meerkat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ones that like 
It's funny you brought up the introverted side because yeah, I'll just yeah, right, right. hide away for the longest time, and then if I hear noise, I'll like I just pop up. Yeah, yeah pop up. Well, not my business. <laughs> it's cool. That's cool. Oh man, well this has been quite an episode. That's it. Well, that has been quite an episode. Well, that has been this week's episode of the Red Couch Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, and subscribe to our newsletter. I'm Konstantinos Josos alongside my co-host Alex Allen, and we'll see you next week. 